create your own road show. I whooped his ass at Circle K. Good Lord, you wearing that to church? Or? We gonna do it again. Fired up, son. So you're gonna tell me that you don't have no black cat, no Roman candles, or screaming me? Have you called your mama today? You gotta understand that I went to prison when I was seven years old. Seven years old. Howdy Strangers, Al Mirabella here, the host of Howdy Strangers, the show that you're listening to. Man, can you believe last week? What a star-studded first episode. You had me, you had my friend Nico on last week. Anyway, things are going really good on this side of the show. Um, I checked the listener count and it looks like we're already up to like I would say probably, and I didn't check the numbers per se, but I can feel there's probably like 100 million people listening to the show right now, which like makes us probably one of the most popular shows. It's kind of weird that we didn't pop up in the iTunes like number one podcast feed or whatever, but that's probably because most of my listeners be on Spotify because y'all get it. Y'all get it. Anyway, uh, this episode that you're listening to right now is going to come out after the first of the year, but we're recording it on the 28th. So technically, this occurs in the past. It's like an antique. It's like a like a little relic. Like you could take this. This I want somebody to to burn this to a CDR or CDRW file, and I want I want you to take it to a take it to an antique store and say that this is this was my papa's podcast back in the day, back. Back before we had, I assume on probably January 1st, 2021, we're probably going to have like, there's probably going to be like a USB drive on my like hand or something. And that's how people people are just going to get jacked into the matrix and just like directly upload the podcast. Probably not even going to listen to it at one time. You just like digitize all of the information and get all the ha-has out immediately. Like a, like a hit of digital heroin. Anyway, speaking of digital heroines. This week, I got my girl Gilbert on the show. Gilbert, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, Gilbert is your last name. Yes, that's correct. Uh, but, but I call you Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got like uh, almost like it's your first name. Almost. So yeah. is your name Gilbert? Gilbert. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like that movie Talladega Nights. I've got two first names. It's Gilbert. Gilbert. But you call me Gilbert like the last name. Oh, yeah, I because we're very formal together. Yes. I, I, I address you as if we were in the military together. Correct. Mm. Well, uh, okay. Anyway, for the for reals, uh, Gilbert's name is Emily. But I guess, does everyone call you Gilbert? Um, no. <laughs> Just the, the people south of the South Carolina border call me Gilbert. It's... Um, okay, me, Taylor... And Taylor's friends. I love that. And I'm one of Taylor's friends, which is how you're on the show. Well, right. you're also my friend. Right. Mm. What have you been up to? Wait, hold on. I want to talk about you really quick. Okay. Gilbert is the most... Gilbert is like a lady version of me. Gilbert and I have so much in common. You are a lady. We have so much in common that whenever I find out something that we don't have in common, it makes me angry. Like physically whenever I'm angry. Like, yeah, I mean, I get, like, red in the face. I'm like, what do you mean she doesn't like Cool Ranch Doritos? She's nacho cheese. Yeah, it's, it's, Are you nacho cheese or Cool Ranch? I'm, uh, I'm the red kind. 
Mm. Yeah, it's not nacho cheese. It's the red kind, and it's the I right like that. kind. Do you ever, uh, this is completely unrelated, but you know how like blue raspberry is not a real flavor? Like there's no such thing as a blue raspberry? Uh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> a blue the flavor of blue raspberry comes from and don't please oh, do not correct me do not at correct me but i think it comes from like the glands of a platypus's anus or something it's something like that i think it's a some raccoon. weird place hey i don't know i've personally tasted the glands of a <laughs> raccoon's anus and it tasted nothing like blue raspberry sour apple maybe but blue, blue ras i'm not gonna stop eating it Mm. It's not the only thing I'm not going to stop eating. Gilbert, am I right? Hey. What do you do? What's your job, Gilbert? Um, my job is a sign language interpreter. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. There's like a lot of people who aren't going to be able to participate in this podcast that you know. Correct. Um, this unless, is an audio medium. Unless we uh, add video and captions to it. Hmm. I'll do that. Maybe I'll release a... I'll release... You know, I'm... This will be your I, one I, I don't want to be ableist. I would like to eventually at some point have the uh, the time and energy to dedicate to this podcast to do uh, some sort of audio transcription. That would be cool. I try and alt text all my Twitter posts. Mm-hmm. You know, I try and do that, but um, I never really know what to put. Like I posted a picture of me the other day and I was typing alt text and I just was like, <laughs> a handsome man. <laughs> it's me. I'm that. I think it would be fun to to animate this if you know someone that could do that. Mm, yeah, you know the dream. You know how you make it big in podcasting is by somehow getting in with the arts community. Like if you can get like five art school students to listen to your podcast, that's what my brother, my brother and me did. There was just a couple of people who could do like Cal Arts style art animations of their of their podcast, and now look at them. They're like. <laughs> They're like the most famous podcasters on the planet next to like Joe Rogan, probably. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to pods? Are you a pod girl? Um, So not really funny podcasts, but I did really like S-Town um, and other mm. true crimey ones. You know, the S-Town town is just like uh, right over the, the hop, skip and a jump away from where I am right now. That's true. I forgot about that. It's in Alabama. And I'm, of course, technically in Florida, but anyone who doesn't know about the South, who doesn't go to Florida, probably wouldn't understand that, like, I tell people I'm from Florida, they're like, like, Disney World. I'm like, mm, no, I'm not from that part of Florida. Florida is the only place in the world that the further north you go, the more south you get. <laughs> and I am basically as north as you can get in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now, you're from one of the Carolinas. I always forget which one. I'm from the Northern Carolina. Mm, where in there? Uh, from outside of Charlotte. Is that why you talk like that? Talk I like what? I love the way you talk, Gilbert. Talk- I love it. I don't, I didn't know I talked away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Taylor, our, our mutual friend, Taylor Rogers, is accent neutral. Yeah. And all of her friends have different accents. And you, I think, of all of Taylor's friends, have the strongest North Carolina accent, but it's still, like, it's mild. It's like, you know when you get, like, ghost pepper hot sauce? You're not supposed to pour it all in. You just put a little bit in the batch of your chile or whatever you're doing, and it just adds a little bit of, a little bit of that just right to the end of it. 
And uh, that's how I feel. I feel like your accent is like, it's just a little, little bit of a little bit of ghost pepper right on in there. You got a little twang. Well, I'll be damned. I ain't know I had an accent. Get out of here. <laughs> no, really, I I didn't know I had one. So that's that's interesting to oh, hear. Oh wow, are you for real? Well, I feel like yeah. when I moved to Atlanta, people started telling me that I had an accent, and I thought that I had tried my best to not have an accent. Mm-hmm. I was doing, uh, I was trying really, really hard, and then. I'm like, if you put two drinks in me, I all of a sudden sound like a fucking good old boy. Like I got <laughs> that's that's my that's my sound. I you know what? I think I might um, have a thicker accent as of late because I've been listening to Tyler Childers for 23 hours out of the day. Mm, love a good Tyler Childers. I listened to his newest album today for the first time. Mm-hmm. The uh, there's like a is it it's fully instrumental. Yeah, I didn't make it past like the third song because I got bored. Don't tell anybody that. Oh, because you Tyler. only listen for the Southern accents? No. I, I just, thought it was, I here's like what words. happened. I listened to the intro track and I was like, oh, cool. There's like an instrumental intro. And then I got like midway through the second song and I was like, it's taking a long time for me <laughs> to start singing. Then I got to the third song. And I was like, well, I guess this is what this is like. Uh, and I just had it on in the background while I was at Best Buy. Nice. That's very pleasant. Mm. I uh, I like Tyler Childers. Childers? Am I right? Childers? I've yeah. never said it out loud. I've only ever read it in the Spotify links. Uh, yeah. Spotify really wanted me to listen to him, so I had to start. I um I accidentally saw him for free at the uh, North Carolina Whitewater Center last April, and I had no idea who he was. And then I rediscovered him a few months ago, and I'm so mad that I didn't know who he was at the time because I love him. Is he from your part of the holler? Where is he from? He's from I'm looking Kentucky him up right now. Kentucky. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm looking at him. He's he's, you know, that's a good-looking man right there too. Most people are like, "Wait, he looks like that?" I uh I like that song uh, All Yorn. Mm-hmm. I like any song that uses a fake contraction. Yorn. <laughs> Yorn. Yorn. We're going to put that that you know what? That's I'm officially canonically putting that in the vernacular. Yorn. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind um, that. I uh, I saw a tweet the other day. It was an older tweet, but it was from I, the AP Stylebook has a Twitter account, and it, it was like a it was like a clarification correction tweet, which is what a lot of the AP Stylebook Twitter page is, and it said that for the plural of octopi, for the plural of octopus, you could say octopi or octopuses. And I don't like that. people went fucking crazy in the comment section. They were like, how dare you? I will never speak English again. <laughs> yeah, Do not like, speak to me or my dictionary ever again. It's like taking Pluto away. Uh, but here was my, I, I should not have access to the AP Stylebook Twitter account. I think I've decided my new life goal may be to like be hired on as like the social media intern for the AP Stylebook so I can, so I can tweet language is is transient and ever-changing and anything that you say is grammatically correct no matter how fucking stupid it is because that's just how language is now baby no rules just right out back steakhouse right 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 i heard that <laughs> i'm sorry the dog or that's a what kind of dog is that is that a blue tick hound uh it's a norfolk terrier 
<laughs> I don't know dogs, but I do know terriers because my parents be on terriers. As a small man, my and a, coming from a small family, a strong stock of smallmen, uh, <laughs> we only have ever had small animals in solidarity with our our fellow tinies. Oh, sure, that makes sense. Do you uh do you plan on getting a? Are you taking this dog with you when you come and move here? No, I don't like this dog. He's like my little brother. Um, mm. You don't <laughs> not like a fan. your little brother? That's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I know. I know. Do you have a top dog? Oh, top dog. If you were to get a dog right now, what kind of dog would you get? Um, You know, I've always wanted a bur- Borzoi. But... Ooh, I don't know how to spell that. Let me Google it. Bor. I'm going to just do it phonetically and see. Yep, it came up. This dog kind of looks like you. You think? Yeah, that's that's the way that you're shaped. Your nose is not quite as long as that. Wow, I'm honored. That's a good looking dog. Are they big? I can't tell if they're big. Um, I mean they're they're not thick. They're not thick dogs, but they're big and long. Mm. Big and long. Uh, I'm looking. There is a uh, there's an image when you Google image search Borzoi, and it's got uh, some factors. There's like an infographic. So there, I don't know how many this is out of, but it says ease of training, and it's got two paws. Is that good and or bad? health risks, one paw. I think one paw for health risks is pretty good. Kid-friendly, three paws. Is so it, wait. once again, I don't know how many this is, if this is out of three or four or five. It's probably not out of 10, because then this would be a really shitty dog to have. Activity level, two paws. That's moderate. <laughs> Maintenance level, three paws. I'm about to, um, I'm going to send you a link on Facebook to this one looking just really dummy thick. And I know that it, like, the, the people listening to the podcast won't be able to see this, but I just want to get your reaction to this, like, I'm going to go ahead and say mildly horny looking picture of this dog. Why she look like that? Wait, I didn't get it. I just, oh, oh, why does she look like that? <laughs> I like <laughs> I have never looked that good like this dog knows his or her angles for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um my friend uh my friend Beth is working on a movie right now um that has a dog in it. That's all I know about it, so there's no spoilers. Um but she's telling me she was like one of the hardest parts about working on a movie with a dog is that you just want to pet the dog. But you can't because that dog's an actor. Right. And it kind of made me think, imagine that dogs don't even know they're in movies. Dogs can't conceptualize of what a movie is. They don't know. <laughs> do you uh, do you know what kind of dog it is? Oh, this uh, good one. One of the better ones. I, I feel like your friend might be working on an Air Bud. Oh, fuck yeah. Air Bud or any of the Bud adjacent movies. Yes. Can I tell you what used to be my opening line whenever uh, whenever I would uh, match with somebody on Tinder? What's that? I used to be like, hey, I have this idea for a movie. Can you tell me what you think? And if they responded, I would be like, so there's this kid and he's not really good at sports, uh, but he's on the basketball team and the other basketball team is really, really good. But like this kid has a dog. And the dog somehow is very good at, at dunking and slamming and dribbling and doing all the stuff the dogs are supposed to do. So they put the dog on the team. Um, and then whenever they go to play the game against like the rival team, like the Mighty Ducks or whatever, I don't know sports, uh, whenever they go and play 
the team, the coach tries to stop them, but then here's the thing. And then I send that and then wait for them to say, wait, what's the thing? And then I say, there's nothing in the rules that says that a dog can't play basketball. (laughs) And uh, that's never worked, but I do it a lot. (laughs) I can't believe that's never worked. Mm, Yeah. I am, um, I'm something of a cult boyfriend. Uh, That's a term uh, credited to uh, anti-folk singer Jeffrey Lewis. Um, In a few devoted hearts, I found a strong fan base. That's how I feel. But like 99.9% of people experience no sense of physical attraction when they look at me, which is correct. That's probably right. Um, Yeah, have you taken a survey? But but here's the thing, is that no one just kind of likes me. Everybody who likes me, like really likes me and that can get a little suffocating oh sure and i'm really trying to like uh i'm trying to push it further down like i want fewer and fewer people to like me um i i at least it would seem that way on the surface as i actively try and make myself look weirder and i'm not gonna say uglier but definitely weirder uh and I keep picking up niche hobbies that no one would be interested in. And hey, mm-hmm. let me tell you what does not impress people. When you talk to people and they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I, I have a podcast. And then they just stop responding <laughs> most of the time. Hey, speaking of the internet, let me see if we got any responses to oh, yeah. before the show. I sent out send questions for Gilbert. But I probably should have done it a little earlier. Yeah, that, that would have made more sense. Yeah, I literally did like five minutes before we started. I feel like we'll have approximately zero questions. Oh, I've got one. Uh, This one's from Alexis Huckabee. You have a podcast? (laughs) 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 That's all I talk about on the internet. All right. All right. We'll we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Watch out, Alexis Huckabee. You're next. Yeah. Hey, Alexis Huckabee, you want to come on the show? (laughs) I'm going to plant this right here. I'm going to send her a link to the podcast. Because she seemed interested. And if she gets this far into the show, this is your official invitation onto the show, Alexis. Yeah, but we're if not going to If you respond to this, you. you're coming on the show. I'm not, yeah, not going to mention it to her. <laughs> but let me know if you hear this. And if you're too bashful, well, that's going to make me look like an idiot on the other side of this. When the next episode isn't Alexis Huckabee. So my big, big question that I have for you, Gilb, is what do you get for Christmas? Ooh, I'm so glad you asked, Albert. I got um, WeatherTech floor mats for my car. I'm so excited. Um, You're going to be able to step in whatever you want, then you're right in the car. I know. I'm so excited. Um, I also got this really cool camp poncho. Um, It's like a blanket with a hood on it, um, but it's also like a sleeping bag. And you're supposed to wear it when you're camping, and I've worn it all over the house. It's great. This sounds like a mega snuggie. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is, but it's like puffy, like a sleeping bag. I like that. Is ever did everything? Did you did, was everything that you got camping related? No, no. Um, I got some books, and I can't remember the name of the book, but it's what um, the Haunting of Hill House is based off of. Oh wow! Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, I well, it's been a minute. But I liked it. Did you watch The Haunting of Bly Manor? Yeah, I watched that one too. I liked it. I um, I for years I have gotten books for Christmas, and I like books. I like owning books. I very rarely read books because I'm an idiot, but I like to own books. 
And uh, this year, my friend, uh, my my friend Beth, previously mentioned Beth, who uh, worked on a movie with a dog, got me a book that's called like Psychics Behind the Iron Curtain, and it's like a coffee table book about like Russian communists, like psychics. And I was just like, I've never felt more seen. How this neat. is so on brand for some shit that I want to own. But when I get a book like that, and tell me if you're like this. My first thought is like, that's going to look so good on my coffee table. Absolutely. I don't even think about reading it. <laughs> I have like a, I have a, I have a, a, like one of those like two book ends and I, I have like a curated selection of like five or six books I put on the book ends and on my desk and every once in a while I'll like switch one out because I know that those are the first books that people see that I own mm-hmm. and I'll be like, yeah, I do need to let people know that I own the electric Kool-Aid acid test by a Tom Wolf. <laughs> Mark Have Marin. I read the electric Kool-Aid acid test? No. No, tell me about Mark Marin. Mark Marin has this quote that I really, really like, and it goes, um, I love that we have the same taste in books that we haven't read. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what this feels like. Mm. How do you feel about Mark? I love him. Mm. Do you feel like, do you feel like, I know that I'm not Mark Marin, but does this feel like being on WTF with Mark Marin? It does. I just wish we were in your garage. Mm, yeah, I know, but there's no Wi-Fi out there, so I'm in my mom's closet. What else is new with you? Um, I have been biking and inline skating a lot. Mm, I've seen you skating. I haven't seen any bike posts. Oh. You did change your Instagram name. That's new. You were... What was your last Instagram name? So um, I have been Gallant Saint since MySpace. And I felt like it was time for a change. So now I have, I wanted something like Grateful Dead related. And um, so now it's steal your skates instead of steal your face because Grateful Dead and skating, um, I thought it was super clever. Are you a deadhead, Gilbert? My dad's a huge deadhead. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, is that a bad thing? (laughs) No, no, I like the dead. I, uh... I like, uh, there's like a 21 minute long version of Terrapin Station (laughs) and uh, whenever, you know, like you'll be shuffling through your music on your your Spotify or whatever. Sometimes, especially when like people are in the car Mm -hmm. and something will come up and you'll be like, oh, well, I can't skip that track. That (laughs) happens every single time I shuffle to the 21 minute long version of Terrapin Station. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I'm going to put, put aside the amount of time it takes to watch a sitcom to listen to this song right now. Love that. Um, we we go to concerts a lot, my dad and I. Um, we've seen The Dead once when I was in middle school, and then uh, Dead and Company three times, uh, and that's with John Mayer. But we also go to this thing called Meet Up at the Movies, and it's a never-before-aired Grateful Dead show. Um, and I think we've gone to, like, nine, maybe? And you just sit in the movie theater and watch it. But I don't know if you're familiar with space drums. But it is where the rest of the band goes off stage to chill out and they play drums for like 25 minutes. And it's it's pretty fun. I'm not familiar with that, but nothing has ever made more sense in my life than what you just <laughs> said. What's a, a, you do watch a lot of live music. How do you feel not seeing live music this year? Um, it's been sad. I keep watching old videos from like January, um, back when life was normal and we had concerts. Um, I actually bought tickets to see Orville Peck in March. Uh, those tickets Ooh. were for May. And um, 
that's been pushed back to, I think, May of 2021. And I, I think it'll be pushed back again, but I'm really nervous about going. Hmm. I um, I bought tickets to see Hatsune Miku for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, the most expensive tickets to anything I've ever uh, bought to see a Japanese Vocaloid uh, hologram live performance. <laughs> and uh, when it got canceled, it was like, it got canceled. Well, it got moved to October in May when it was going to happen. And then I was going through a really dark time in October. And whenever they canceled Hatsune Miku, I remember like sitting on the side of my bed, just like crying, just like, fuck, I wanted to see that so bad. Yeah. I wanted to see Hatsune Miku, uh, uh, future music now, as she is called in Japan. So they haven't rescheduled. They've just canceled. I think it's completely canceled at this point. They've not refunded me my money. They're like, well, we're going to, uh, it'll, they, they like postponed it without giving any kind of date, which is probably smart, but, yeah. uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what to do about that. Uh, you know, that, uh, 62, X $65 that I paid. And I know that like $65 doesn't sound like a lot, but like, I'm just, a am a piece of shit punk. Like I, I, whenever I pay like $12 to see a band live, I'm like, I guess this must be really big that I paid twelve dollars for this, but that's yeah, it's because kind of I spent a, I spent a lot of I, I went to a lot of and played at a lot of five dollar punk shows for a long time. You play enough five dollar shows, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, this is basically just as good as seeing Lady Gaga, probably. <laughs> um, you know, so I I equate my five dollar ticket to like a two hundred and fifty dollar ticket, but I do want to go back to this as you mentioned Orville Peck. And I love Orville Peck. And I have this mission. So my dad is 73 years old. And I he only listens to classic country music. So every once in a while, we'll be like listening to classic country music because he doesn't let me pick the music in the car. He just lets me like cue it up because he doesn't know how. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll just put in like an old timey sounding <laughs> uh, contemporary country artist just to see what he thinks about it. Does he catch it every time? He doesn't always catch it. One time I put on a Justin Towns Earl song one time and my dad was like, that's pretty good. I was like, this is a contemporary guy. And he was like, no, I know this song. I was like, no, it's not. And he's like, well, it's a cover. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I like Googled it and everything. I was like, look, he has the writing credit next to it. Um, and he just continued to argue with me about it, which is fun. He's a good man. He's just old. Um, he does, uh, surprisingly, he, he does not mind when I put on Sturgill Simpson, which mm-hmm. is nice. But uh, I got um, I got a little adventurous today. I We were listening to, uh, do you know who Charlie Crockett is? I don't think so. You would, you would love Charlie Crockett, Gilbert. I'll send you a song afterwards. Okay. He's like, definitely got like a western croonery kind of sound in the same way that uh, Orville Peck does. But it's a little less like stylized and contemporary and is more like a pastiche to the classic sound of country music mm-hmm. um and uh it's like it's kind of hard because a lot of like that music like there are some artists that i listen to and it's like i don't really feel like you're adding anything to this like you may as well be covering a classic country song but he definitely brings his own flavor to it but my dad liked that but i put on an orville peck song and my dad was like what is this and I was like, oh, it's this guy, Orville Peck. He he wears a mask and uh, nobody knows who he is. And uh, he's contemporary and uh, he's gay. And my dad was like, I don't like this. This guy's just trying to be <laughs> Marty Robbins. I was like, dad, this may be better than Marty Robbins. I'm sorry. I really like Orville Peck. And I like Marty Robbins. Don't get me wrong. I'll listen to Big Iron. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I'll listen to uh, other Marty Robbins songs I can't think of off the top of my head. I know them when they come on. I know the man's voice. Right. But ever since my dad did say that, because I was listening to some world pack, I was like, this does kind of sound like Marty Robbins. Do you like uh, do you like classic country? Um, not really. Um, but something cool about me is that my mom went to high school with Hank the Third. Um, I think in Nashville or Bellevue or wherever. Um, but she said he was super emo in high school. That makes sense for him. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, could you imagine? Uh, so. Your grandpa is Hank Williams, and your dad is Hank Williams Jr. Your name is Hank Williams, and you just want to be like an architect, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> now I'm sad because I got to make music. I got to continue this legacy. Right. And uh, I think uh, I like Hank Jr. I like Hank. I don't hate Hank 3, uh, but it's not for me, and I really like Outlaw Country. I just don't really like care for Hank 3's music. But I'm really excited for Hank 4, you know? Give me whatever <laughs> that guy's son is going to do. I'm going to be into whatever that is. I feel like he's going to play like fucking polka music or something. And I'm going to be like, you shine on, shine on. Hank 4. Hank 4. <laughs> <laughs> Keep forgetting that I'm drinking a carbonated drink and then I just take a really big gulp and I want to do a really big burp. But I can't because I'm on a podcast right now. Right. And I would say that podcasting is maybe it's maybe the hardest job that I've ever had that I didn't get paid for. Um, because you can podcast to your like, OK, when you play live music. People have to watch it because yeah. there's like they're going to be at the bar. Like if people want to drink, they have to listen to the music that's playing. It's like kind of part of it. Like if you're going to. You're going to sit in here, you have to enjoy the ambiance of the music. So you have an opportunity to develop uh, fandom. And I've had a limited success playing music, you know, uh, certainly more success than I uh, expected or deserved. <laughs> but anytime I like tell people, uh, oh, you know, like I, I podcast, they're like, that's really cool. And I'll be like, you want me to send you a link? And they don't say this, but I can just look in their eyes. And they're like, no. I don't <laughs> that, care. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. almost wish I could just like go to a bar and just stand up on stage and just play my podcast from an iPhone and just be like, well, if you're going to be here listening to the bar or listening, <laughs> drinking at the bar, you got to listen to my my dumb podcast. Yeah, I don't know how you would get that out there unless you like we're going back to the animation, but like animate clips and then put them on your Instagram story. Not a bad idea. Now, people do do those, like, uh, they, like, share, you know, those, they're, like, what's the word I'm thinking of? The transcribed clips you'll occasionally see. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, and I've, I've done a couple of those, but I, I can never figure out what the perfect 30 seconds of audio to pull out of a show is, mostly because there's not really that much good content. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, uh, I guess... Do you want to hear what my dad thinks about Orville Peck for 30 seconds? We can probably put that online. I think you could you could put that on Twitter, definitely. You know, I merged my brand on Twitter. I'm I'm no longer Al Mirabella on Twitter, and there's not a Howdy Strangers uh, Twitter page. It's just one thing. I've become Howdy Strangers, which is kind of what this show is. Oh, I don't know. You probably haven't listened to the first episode yet, Gilbert, because you're very busy, and that's why I'm going to say it because you're really busy. But- <laughs> 
I'm training a sentient AI to take over my brand when I die. And so I'm going to feed all of this audio to the AI so that when I die, it will be able to continue doing the podcast after I, I pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're probably thinking like, well, how would you do that? Do you have access to a, you know, a, like a military grade supercomputer? And I don't think that's in your goddamn business. The answer but is I might. yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hmm. Do you have anything that you would want to teach my AI? I think we need to uh, look up some very random words and have you say them so that in the future, AI will be able to say those words. Random word generator. All right. I knew this would exist. All right. Number of words. Uh, we'll do We'll do five. Word type all. Okay. First letter. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, we're not going to determine syllables. We're just really going to let this be as random as possible. So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. There's gonna be five words. I'm gonna say five sentences. Um, I'm gonna try and make a story out of these five words and five sentences, and I want you to try and guess which of these words got generated. Okay. <clears throat> I wear my heart on my sleeve while I'm eating my strawberries. And I know I look like an <clears throat> animal, uh, but you could probably put that on a <clears throat> mosaic. And anyway, I finally, I need to tell you that I'm going to have to ask for a divorce. I Gilbert, I didn't want this to happen on the show. I don't know what to say. First of all, that all sounded so natural. I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's improv, baby. I'm I'm stunned. I'm hurt. Um hold on, I have to generate five more words so I can tell you why we're getting a divorce. Thank you. I need <clears throat> an explanation. I feel like you have limited me and you could never concede to one of our arguments. By the end of this podcast, we're going to be finished. Uh, you have a fucked up disposition, and I don't know what the word inbox means. <laughs> E-M-B-O-X, inbox. I feel like maybe I should I should generate a response. All right, go to randomwordgenerator.com. Anyway, this episode of the show is brought to you by randomwordgenerator.com. If you want to uh, randomly generate a divorce, you can definitely do that on randomwordgenerator.com. Okay, are you ready? The formation of your hair, uh, I'm just not used to it. You're always changing it. I think that you are childish. Um, your car is very fragrant, and I just can't keep getting into it every day. You chose the wrong college, and I think you're just too progressive. You're always You're always politically correct. You're polite to women and old people you're just too progressive Mm -hmm. that's what most people tell me they say that i'm too politically correct if anything um you know what i kind of feel like the random word generator kind of added me there like uh, i feel like kind of attacked like most of what you just said was basically completely correct about me um let me get back at you um i i'll be honest gilbert I wish that you would give me another chance. There's no one that I could imagine spending my life with besides you. Do I care that you have uh, 
Fuck, how do I use volume? <laughs> Forget this part. Hold on. You know what? The volume of our conversations is often adequate. And uh, if I could leave you with one last message, may I have a quarter? On the contrary, Al, I think we can come up with a resolution. For example, um, this has been weighing on my conscience, but I think the problem here relies in milk. <laughs> and yours did not seem very randomly generated. Uh, I, I'll say that made more sense than Tenet. What we just did, that made as much or more sense than the Christopher Nolan film Tenet, <laughs> according to Twitter. I have not seen it. It's call me uncultured. I can't stop looking at that picture of that, what's who called this dog, a bourgeois? <laughs> a a borzoi. And yeah, her ankles are, are dainty. Mm. I'm going to tweet this picture after the episode comes out so people will know. Actually, I'll post it on my Instagram, this photo of this this dog for people to look at. Uh, maybe I'll post it on Twitter, too. You never know. Hey, remember, follow us on uh, Twitter at at howdy underscore strangers and follow me on Instagram at howdy dot strangers. I try and stay consistent. Um, and hey, I where am... did Gallant Saint come from? I'm sorry. I, I Where did Gallant Saint come from? So when I was, I think in fifth grade, maybe, um, I was on MySpace and I wanted a new domain name because Emo Emily 409, 409 being Gerardway's birthday, was just not cutting it <laughs> anymore. Um, so my brother's friend came up with Gallant Saint for me. And to be honest with you, for a while, I thought that was a Star Wars character. Uh, if I ever get to write a Star Wars novelization, I swear to God, I will write Gallant Saint into the Star Wars universe. Thank you. Make it make sense. Do you do Star Wars? Are you a Star Wars? Um, I have done Star Wars once. Oh, wow. Which which Star Wars? I think all of them. You've seen all of them? Wow. Yeah, but like I've once. seen a couple of them, and I couldn't tell you which ones. I know I've seen all of the new ones. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think I've seen. I've seen maybe the first prequel, and uh, I've definitely seen at least one of the original Star Wars. But here's what happened: is is that Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah, that's okay. it. I saw Sorcerer's Stone, Return and then I saw the, the Fellowship. Return of the Sorcerer's Stone, and then the Fellowship of the Sorcerer's Rings. <laughs> And those are the ones that I've seen. The Fellowship of the Sorcerer's Secrets. And my favorite line from all of them is, beam me up, Scotty. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Got him. Uh, I did have one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. I kind of, we got off track here, but I wanted to talk to you about virtual concerts because you have gone to a lot of virtual concerts yeah. since the pandemic has started. Yeah. What What was the best virtual <laughs> concert you've seen and how many have you seen? Do you know? Um. Oh geez, I used to watch the um, the Ben Folds like from his apartment in Australia mm -hmm. um, every week. So I can't I can't tell you how many I've seen, but I've seen a lot. Um, I think the best would probably be Bob Weir, um, and that happened on December twenty sixth. Bob Weir is from the Grateful Dead. Um, I've also seen Max Bemis from his home from Say Anything. Um, but the one on the 26th was a, what is that called? It's been so long since I've been out in public. Festival. Festival. So it was Dave Matthews, Almond Betts Band, um, Ben Folds, Bob Weir, and some other cool people. 
Binfolds and Bob Weir on the same ticket. On the same ticket. That's all you, girl. That's very, that's on brand. Was this like called like Gilbfest 2020? It might as well have been. And even better, it was um, it was to like raise awareness about the, the runoff election in Georgia. There's a, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to turn out. I know how I want it to turn out. Uh, but I just don't know of anyone like... Uh, I, I I know the name Warnock and Ossoff now. They're just burned into my head for the rest of my life, I think. Mm-hmm. I know that there's another person named Purdue who is really, really bad because she sold all of her shares in some company. I'm really like showing my cards politically <laughs> here that I, I only say all of this to say that it's just going to show you how fucked up the state of Georgia is when these people don't win because I've heard nothing else about anyone else. I heard that uh, heard that John Ossoff has a really good TikTok page recently. Oh. I haven't looked at that, uh, but I would love to. I, I'm not allowed to get on TikTok because if I get on TikTok, I'll be on it for four hours. Yeah, you won't get off. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a true internet addict, and I know that like that's – like they basically – like Vine is the cocaine to TikTok's crack cocaine, and I don't need that. Yeah, I internet addiction is a is a real thing. I have a friend who recently blocked the internet from his phone, so he'll text me and ask me like, "Hey, what does this word mean?" and like want me to Google it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna text you and be like, "Hey, uh, can you just tell me like one tweet?" Can you all? I swear to God, I'm clean. Tweet- but can you just tell me a tweet? <laughs> You got to start sending. Okay, first off, I am imagine I imagine this person still uses like a desktop internet sometimes. But if he's not, maybe consider making up some weird conspiracies that are going on online to tell him. <laughs> Be like, yeah, people, everyone's really mad at mayonnaise online right now. Like, dude, don't eat mayonnaise. Like, we all decided on the internet that mayonnaise is problematic as shit. Please do not eat mayonnaise. When he asks for clarification, I'll just be like, I I don't want to talk about it right now. It's really sensitive. Yeah, I'm very vulnerable right now. (laughs) And honestly, the fact that you would even consider asking me about mayonnaise, very hurtful. Very hurtful. Hey, Gil, Hmm? do you have anything to plug or promote? Oh, God, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, Maybe the (laughs) runoff election. Go do that. I don't know who yeah. to vote for, but make sure you vote for the one that's good. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this. If they're listening to this podcast and are fluent and literate on the internet, They'll they know. probably know the correct person to, uh, to, to vote for. I'm not going to tell anybody who to vote for, but I will say if the person that you're voting for is an asshole, just don't go and vote. Just stay home. That's fair. Your vote will get in regardless of whether or not you go and sign sign and and fill it out. Um, Joe Biden's team will make sure that your ballot gets filled out and submitted. Uh, I can't even say that. People, people fucking just take a clip out of this anonymous podcast, and then you're going to see this played on Fox News a week from now. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that guy said it, so it must be true. Honestly, that would be great for me. That would be great for the uh, for my numbers. Actually, you know what? Fox News, you can go ahead and clip this. You can go ahead and clip this and put this on the show. You got my full permission right now. Anything else you want to say to the people before we get out of here, Gil? Um, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a good day or night. Um, and Aww. what is it? Uh, good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. That's me. I wrote that. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you for coming on the show, Gilbert. I love you. You're a good lady. I love you too, Al. Thank you for having me. Howdy, Strangers is an unfunny production. I've been your host, Al Mirabella, a.k.a. Howdy, Strangers. And also, that's the thing that I say when the show starts. Uh, do us a favor. Go on iTunes. Sh- give us a review. Five stars. If you want to give us less stars than that, I guess that's okay, too. But it still kind of seems like a dick move. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Howdy underscore Strangers or on Instagram at Howdy.Strangers. Hey, and until next time, have a happy new year, y'all. Hey, keep, keep it froggy. Love you, fellas. Okay, bye.